This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Three Alaska tribes are suing the federal government to block a gold mine in southwest Alaska. KMBA's Rhonda McBride has more. The proposed Donlin gold mine sits near the upper reaches of the Kuskokwim, one of Alaska's two largest rivers, remote and rich with wildlife. The mine's developers say it also has the potential to be one of the biggest gold mines in the world. Opponents say the massive open pit mine that's envisioned is just too risky. Earth Justice is representing the three tribes that have filed suit, the Ohutsahagamut Native Council, the organized village of Guithluk, and the Tuliksak Native Community. The suit, which was filed in U.S. District Court, challenges the final environmental impact statement for the Donlin Project. It says the mine threatens lands and waters that tribes have relied upon for food and drinking water for time immemorial. The lawsuit claims that mining tailings or spills from barges carrying toxic substances could destroy fisheries and wildlife habitat. Two Canadian companies, Barrick Gold and Nova Gold, are co-owners of the mine, which pits the tribal groups against two Alaska Native corporations, which are partners in the project. The Kuskokwim Corporation owns the land, and Chalista, a regional corporation, owns the mineral rights, and both have touted the mine as a golden opportunity that would bring jobs, infrastructure, and affordable energy. In a news release, Donlin Gold said that the lawsuit is without merit and is confident the decisions made by the federal agencies involved will be upheld. I'm Rhonda McBride. An organization is examining water quality and access on tribal lands. KUNC's Emma Van Denide took a trip to the border of Arizona and New Mexico to learn more. Let me put it first. Tysiana Sosi and Kimberly Ballone are standing in the dark in an office bathroom on the Navajo Nation. They're holding up plastic bags filled with water from the sink. Mine is the first bag on top. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Ballone shines a black light on one of the bags. Sosi says that will help find contaminants. What we're looking for is basically if it's like glowing really, really bad. Ballone and Sosi don't think there's any E. coli, but they see some harmless bacteria in some of the numbered bag compartments. Two and three on both of them are fluorescent. I was thinking three, and I don't I don't think yours is. This test is a crucial part of their Diné household water survey, conducted by the Johns Hopkins Center for Indigenous Health. It aims to learn more about water on the Navajo Nation. Estimates about water access and quality vary widely. The Indian Health Service says just over 9% of Native people lack good sanitation, but the Water and Tribes Initiative reports that number is as high as 48%. And the problem is concentrated in the arid southwest, from the Navajo Nation to the Rio Grande Pueblos. Well, since the Rio Grande is so close to Albuquerque metropolitan area, that they're finally experiencing what we have been experiencing here. Sosi is familiar with these water issues from her childhood. I did live with my grandmother, and she didn't have piped or running water growing up, so we would have to, you know, use the bathroom outside. After she and her mom moved out, Sosi got access to some running water. It wasn't great water. It was kind of yellow, <laughs> but it was still um, safe enough to, you know, bathe and never drank it. Sosi hopes the survey results can highlight a vital resource their nation needs. Ballone agrees. It is a basic thing. It Everyone should be entitled to running water and all of that, but we're not here. I'm Emma Vandenindy. This story is supported by the Water Desk at the University of Colorado Boulder. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. The Indian Arts and Crafts Board promotes Indian artists of federally recognized tribes through its online source directory. Information on this no-charge opportunity available at doi.gov IACB who support this program. Support by the Gathering of Nations Powwow, a live event taking place April 27th, 28th, and 29th on the Powwow grounds of Expo New Mexico, featuring song, dance, trader's market, horse parade, and more. Tickets available at gatheringofnations.com and at the gates. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.